BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You straight up poo-pooed that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because feeling fresh as hell. Oh, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Quarterback log. I'll report back shortly. Just it out. Stay tuned for this good content. Everybody, welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host Bulldog Soon with my buddy Kev Huggin Duggan. Man, hey, how are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Let's not forget Kyle Coach Duggan. <laughs> Man, hey, how are you? That was crazy. Was, I don't that know. Really funny. I like that a lot. I, I add something oh, I was hey, gonna say. I gave going? it. Hey. <laughs> Feels like feels like you're the neighbor in Home Improvement. The guy yeah. on the side of the fence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Wilson. I had wow. something planned and then I, I just abandoned <laughs> ship like midway through it. Your energy level was so high. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys about. It. <laughs> oh, are you? Are you really no, excited really? about that charge? Yeah. game? Nah, but yeah, uh, yeah. All right. I'm excited well, about Jim Harbaugh winning the the playoff oh, tonight. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was fun to watch. Lots to unpack, folks. Uh, there, we've got a heck of an episode lined up for you. We've got an Ask Bolt fam and lots of news to talk about with this Mr. Harbaugh situation. But before we get to all of that, let's start with the game, the game that we had this last Sunday. You I, call I mean, it that? I Uninspired was, football. Yeah, that was really... That was rough. Yuck. I mean, a touchdownless game from the Chargers, losing nine to sixteen. I don't know what happened between last week and this week. I know we didn't have Palmer out there, but that couldn't have been. We the didn't way. have a wide receiving core at all. Like no, at all. They couldn't do anything. Erickson was our leading receiver with seven receptions. He had almost a hundred yards. yards. Yeah, and that wow. gives you an idea. I just I don't know what's up with QJ, man. Do not understand what's going on 
why he's not getting targeted, why he's not catching the ball, like what's going Zay on. Zay Flowers is incredible. Oh, I saw so many people cursing our previous GM and head coach for not picking him because he's Zay went out of his Flowers mind. Zay Flowers is incredible. He's a really, really good football player. Mm. That's really hard. It's just like looking back, we were all so pumped about it. I think just this blind charger excitement. Yeah, blind I mean, we had to be. Like, you have to. You have no choice. Exactly. You really don't. You have to get excited about it. But like anytime you draft someone that's like wasn't on anyone's radar, there's a good reason why he wasn't in anyone's radar right there. Mm. You know, like <laughs> throughout the years, anytime we draft someone that's like, oh, they took a flyer. Oh, Let's go. Let's see if this works. Yeah. We saw him yeah. going in the third. South Dakota State. Yeah. Oh, maybe we saw something nobody else did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Larry English? Northern Ooh, Illinois? Let's roll nice. the dice. <laughs> First round, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, anytime that happens, it just doesn't seem to pan out. Now, undrafted it's a guys. a little red flag popping up. It seems like we can, we, can, we can assess a little bit better. But Sure. Man, it's just, it's hard. I, I, I'm not giving up on the guy at all. No. Um, I think that he could have been a good second or third round pick and allow him to develop. And next year he'll break out. But a first round pick just has to, has to be now. And it's very clear with the core that we have in that Denver game. Quentin still is not, he's just still not ready yet. So right. um, it's just a bummer. It was a bummer of a rookie season for him, but I'm not giving up on him. He's, he's He'll develop. And I think he's got the work ethic. That's what they drafted was the attitude and the work ethic. And yeah. Hopefully he gets back in the gym and figures it out for this next year. That is the hope. Um, but yeah, this game was also rough on a defensive side as well. The one touchdown we gave up was to some guy named Lil Jordan. <laughs> Lil freaking Jordan. <laughs> I can't believe they he actually, the graphic said Lil. Lil Jordan. Lil, Lil Jordan. Yeah. Mm. Well. Uh, I, the, I think, wait, did I hear the announcer say that his brother wanted to name him Michael Jordan? So they settled with Lil Jordan. Instead? I didn't. I, those announcers were some of the worst this announcers was the, I heard all season. What was the Jello comment? He said something I don't know. about Jello. He's like, like uh, good against good, better against best out of the Jello. Whoever, <laughs> dude, whoever was caught, we got the worst broadcasting team on that one. That was embarrassing to listen to. That was really rough to listen to. I really wish I could have listened to Matt Money Smith, but. Oh, well, uh, yeah, it was just a rough game uh, on both sides of the ball. Couldn't get a touchdown and we gave up a touchdown to little freaking Jordan. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> but the one shining spot was absolutely Khalil Mack hitting his 100th sack <laughs> and the uh, way he did it. The just literally pushed the guard, and, yeah. put, like literally jacked him up so hard. He if you're not going to let me get to the quarterback, then I'm just going to take you and yeah, push you into the quarterback. Him. Yeah. Yeah, and knocked him down. So, uh, but you know, it is what it is. We were kind of hoping to at least be a little bit of an upset for the Broncos. Not ended up being the case, um, and it, and it is what it is. We saw also. I think the Chiefs went in their dumbass game as well. And... <laughs> well there was a moment there where we were like, "Ooh, this this, this we could really have a reason to play next week," mm -hmm. and that all fell apart. No, yeah, yep. just it's over. did not shape up. No so, reason. um. That, I don't know. There's not, <laughs> Dicker was still great. Dicker made all his kicks. Three. No, he missed. He missed one. The oh one. no! Well, he missed. He got it, but it got. It was deflected. It was I don't deflected. think he. I don't missed count it. I don't it, count it. Yeah, there yeah, was, we're not counting that. There was an obstruction that. in the way. He's still perfect. Partially obstructed. Um, but uh, yes, let's see. Looking over at Twitter, uh, Josina Anderson, senior NFL insider from CBS Sports, tweeted out, "I'm told." 
The expectation at this time for the Chargers is that they'll run their head coach and general manager searches simultaneously per source. Hear that, Ethereum? <laughs> they might hire the head coach All first there. <laughs> well, one of them's going to get hired first. So they're not going to do a simultaneous hire. So a fear could still be in what this. If get... No, no, no. I'm not saying that he's not. He's right. I'm just saying there's a chance. There's a chance. The head coach it's not set in first. stone. It's, it's a simultaneous interviewing. So if they find the head coach first, it sounds like they'll just go ahead and make the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully they already they have should. found their head coach and he's we just know waiting we to want. win a championship. Yeah. Yeah. That's waiting the hope. Next Go, but the more I think about it, people are like worried like, oh, if he would have lost that game, maybe there's a better chance he goes to the Chargers. Or going out on top is such a better way to finish what you had planned. Yeah, he you made it to your the, Michigan legacy what you want it to be. Yeah. yeah. Two two years in a row he got to like this game and he didn't win. Yeah. So right. get past the hump, go win it all, and then, you know, close that book and come to us and open it. Start a new book. <laughs> Get us a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that was a long walk. That was a long walk for stupid comment. I feel like losing that game would have been an easier transition to the NFL than if he gets to the championship game and loses. Mm. I feel like it'll be a, I'm not saying he won't, but it'd be harder to walk away. You know, you'd be like, oh my God, I was right there. Mm -hmm. So every, I I feel like all Charger fans should be pro Michigan in this championship game next month. Yeah. Big Big time. time. I mean, and looking, I missed the first part of this game. I forgot the I forgot the game was on today, and I only caught the last bit of it. But what a heck of an ending, going into overtime and getting the touchdown and then stopping Alabama on that last drive to seal the win. That was really pretty yeah. impressive. And That's love really seeing games. I know, and love seeing him out there celebrating. He just seems like a fun guy to be around, especially when you're winning. Dude, and me, loves me and my kids, dad were man. watching this game. His glasses, there's something about them. I love them. They're bottle. <laughs> they're fish bowls. They're this big. Yeah, they're this. They're this. Dude, big. it's crazy. Like, he has the worst eyesight of any football coach that's ever existed. He can't see. There's he no can't see anything. And I'm for it. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, by the way, I need to shout out this. I'm wearing this Liberty sweatshirt. This is my oh, yeah. I. We played today against Oregon in the bowl game, which okay. is a big deal for us. We're only five, four years into the FBS. So. I put on this. I've had the sweatshirt on all day. Left it on. Shout out to the Liberty Flames. Fantastic. Where it's is weird. Liberty? It's a weird thing to randomly have on. So, where where is it, Liberty? So. It's in Virginia. Virginia. Cool. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Yeah, uh, we got I, smoked. We got destroyed. Hey, but listen, you made, made it. it to, hey, you made it to a New Year's bowl game, boys. You, you made it to one of the dances, and right. you know, if you take the fantasy football approach, you made it. All you right? made it. Dude, yeah, you were one of. We were one of three undefeated teams in the entire country, so I'll take it. Listen, did they get? Did you get beat worse than uh, Florida State? No, no, no. Uh, That's a win. That's a win. We're up six zero to start the game. Shut up. That's great. We lost forty two to six, but we had the lead to start. Shut up. I love it. Yeah. Shut up. Stop the count. You won. You win. Shut up. All right. Well, looking over at uh, Mr. Schefter, he uh, put out that Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh has hired football agent Don Yee to represent him. Sources tell me and Pete Thamel, Uh, amongst others, Yee represents Tom Brady and Sean Payton and has some pretty deep NFL ties. I don't think you're not considering about leaving and going somewhere else and hiring an agent. Not hiring a new agent. Yeah, Yeah. you're not hiring an agent. Going like he already. I might has an agent. (laughs) 
<laughs> he needs an NFL agent. Right. He now has a new agent that has ties with specific franchises yeah. and is an NFL guy. You're I'm not gonna hire you just in agent. case I feel like doing this thing. Yeah. I'm just gonna pay you some money for <laughs> yeah. funsies. For funsies. Yeah. You just you just wait <laughs> in the wings. Um, you seem like a good guy. Here's a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. So that'll that's obviously that was a big flag Huge. for all Charger fans. I got so excited when I saw that on Sunday when it came out. And then to me, that's done deal. That's all that means. Yeah. And then Kevin pointed out. This somebody messaged our post. Okay. With this, I will. Why you say it? I'm going to bring it up and shout them out because okay. they they killed it. Because apparently, Don Yee doesn't just have deep NFL ties. He has ties to the Chargers. Uh, and this is in regards to a tweet from back in 2022 of May. Uh, the Chargers tweeted out, "This will expand opportunity for so many young people eager to get hands-on experience inside an NFL football operation." And we're partnering with Don Yee to create opportunity for leaders from the Asian American Pacific Islander AAPI community. So All Don right. Yee doesn't just have ties to the NFL. He has First ties to the Chargers. the Chargers. And yeah. he's down with some Samoan Hawaiian football players. And that's my favorite kind of football player. <laughs> so let's go. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to shout out Ryan Connor because he messaged, uh, sent me a screenshot of this and got to shout him wow. out. Because that's some good work going back to 2022. Nice job, I, Ryan. He just threw that Don Yee name in Google and Google Engine. Just search. Like, hey. How connected is Don Yee? He, dude, he was on lock ready for this. Like I posted and he was boom. I was like, what? Holy shit. He's like, yeah. I remember that name. Yeah. From 2022. The Chargers Don Twitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's, that's a weird, there's so many weird coincidences now that I don't want to be like conspiracy <laughs> theory guy, but it feels yeah, like, do. go deep. Let's this go. feels like a grassy knoll situation. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Yeah. This is like pigeons aren't real type of deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This shit might be flat. <laughs> this might be flat. Yeah. <laughs> It's an inside job. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of smoke. And this is such a, I mean, I thought about this like the last time, you know, when we were trying to get a head coach and we ended up getting Brandon Staley. You know, there was a lot of head coaches that were being tossed around, but nobody was like, oh, this guy's a lock. There wasn't a lot of no. smoke in regards to who the Chargers were going to hire no as a head big, coach. huge name. To the point that like when we did hire Brandon Staley, it was like, oh, okay. I mean, that wasn't on anybody else's radar, but. I guess Dable, Dable was the one name that everyone thought was everyone like a, wanted a Dable. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but there was no reports. Right, there wasn't the smoke that is yeah. happening with Mr. Harbaugh here. So, well, we're 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 forgetting a name. Um, it was Urban Meyer was the last big college name. Oh, he was that he was he went bit. to the same year was hired as Staley and he went to Jacksonville. And right. Was there, was there a tie? Was there like was a there smoke? crossover? I'm just saying there? that was, that was like the big, like the, what we're dealing with right now, the exciting college yeah, right. name. That is true. That that's the closest we have. He never was in, you know, did anything in the NFL. So it's not oh, quite he did the a same. Lot in the NFL. Oh, was he did. Great, but he did he kicked some kickers <laughs> is what he did. Looking back, did we dodge, uh, a, like a, a ticking time bomb? Or did we just pick a longer detonation? <laughs> the way I'm looking at this, <laughs> I love that. That is a like, great analogy. Is, should we should we have just should we have just hired Urban and we would have blown up something a lot with a shorter sooner. fuse that would so, have just blown up quicker? <laughs> I have exactly. a thought on this. 
it's the way I look at a lot of this stuff, your career, what you do, like all this stuff in your life, it's all about timing. So the timing for this, this to happen, the year Harbaugh becomes Harbaugh, available, yeah. we lose our coach with three weeks before, four weeks before the end of the season, right as he's supposed to put ink to paper on a Michigan deal. And he's going through all this drama with, with Michigan and the NCAA. This feels like it was absolutely meant to be. It really fine. does. So it, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with what happened to get us here. If we can lock this down, it, it, it'll all be worth it. Well, you know what else? So you're is saying worth Staley it? was Our a good <laughs> wait. <laughs> oh no, that was, good. Uh, that was a great segue. I'll give up my I'll give up my extra point. <laughs> no, finish your thought. Finish your point. What was your point? Um, so you're saying that Staley was a good hire. Yeah, because it, it was brought a necessary to, evil. Yeah, you know, to get to where we were going to be. Exactly. The you know ends justified the means. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. else is a necessary evil? Our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Softball. Oh, yes, folks. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Lots of funny videos going on over there. We've got multiple tiers for you to join at. There's not just one. And uh, we also, hey, we got a new Patreon member to shout out here. What? I know. A long time. It's, it's been a bit of a dry spell. It's been a while. <laughs> but been a bit of a dry spell. <laughs> we have a new Patreon member to shout out, and that's Geo. Geo, welcome to the party, pal. Happy New Year, Geo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yes. Geo. Geo, thank you for joining us over at patreon.com slash charger chat. But if you don't want to go over there, it's totally fine. It's fine. It's fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bull Fam. So go check out ChargerChat.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. All right, folks, time to go on to the next segment. And I... I completely forgot about this, even though I saw them on the TV. I saw them coming out of the commercial break. Whopper, whopper, whopper. (laughs) Have it your way. Have it your way. I'm talking about the brisket of broads. One, two, one, two, three. Well, there's no place they wouldn't try to hang out with Justin 
and his squad. Get ready to hear their positive thoughts. It's time for Brisket and Happy New Year. Oh, wait. Where's our glasses? Happy New Year, Oh, we got somewhere to be. Yeah. We're not just wearing this for fun. I mean, it is for fun. We thought, you know, it's New Year's Eve. We should probably go do something New Year's Eve-y. So uh, we're going we're gonna to go dancing. We just want to dance. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, nice. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Time is of the essence. We're already fashionably yeah. late. Okay, for this game, we flew to Denver from Mississippi because that's where we were for the Christmas times. Look at this picture of me and Cooper. He's such a good boy. He's such a good boy. We got a rental car using my free rental car days because we're actually in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, that's where the dancing is. So priorities. We drove through Denver. If you've never been there, this is what Denver's like. We arrived in Boulder around 2 p.m. and then we went to the Goodwill to get these outfits. <laughs> then we went to bed. And then when we woke up, it was game day. And we got breakfast from this place. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it was definitely Scandinavian in origin. Mm. We got these avocado toasts that had flowers on it. I don't know if I'm gonna eat my flower. Yours is a yellow flower. Mine's a purple flower. Hurdy, hurdy, schmurgader. Your flower's huge. Do you want me to eat it? Yeah, eat it. <gasps> I sure hope it was edible. It has to be edible, right? We ate them. Yeah. We haven't died yet, so... <sighs> Guess who we saw on the drive to the stadium? Hey, look, it's Sean Payton. <laughs> that little stinker. P.U. He sucks. <laughs> it was December 31st in Denver, Colorado, so there was tons of, you guessed it, snow. Winter Wonderland. So much snow. Oh, it's letting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Like Justin Herbert. Wow, it's everywhere. My gosh. We stopped by the tailgate to say hello to all of our dearly loved ones. First off, we ran into Bart. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey, baby. He was looking pretty cool with those glasses. Very festive. And uh, he spoke a word of truth. 2023 sucks! Yeah! 2024! We're gonna win it all! Yeah! <laughs> what did he say? He said 2023 sucks. Oh man, yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> you uh, know, every year has its ups and its downs. And uh, there are definitely a lot of beautiful ups. 
But there are a lot of learning opportunities as well. Learning opportunities. Yeah. We also got to see Heather and Laura Hancock. Oh, look at these cuties! And we got to discuss which side of the Polaroid is the actual picture. I don't know, it's all white. No, it's the flip it. That's the side? No, this is the side. No, this is the side. And this is the side. We finally figured it out. And we got to shake it like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, we shake it for a while. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Do you love it? I've never loved anything more in my entire life. Good times at the tailgate. At the tailgate. Then we walked to the stadium. I thought you were going to say the next line. Oh, this is what the clouds look like. Little marshmallows. Little cotton balls in the sky. This is what the clouds look like. This is what the clouds look like. This is what the clouds look like. They look like cotton balls in the sky. Um, in case you forgot, this is what the stadium looks like. What do you think? What do you think about the stadium now? It's exactly as I remembered it. Uh, why don't they have a picture of Russell Wilson up? Oh no. <laughs> Where's sad Russell Wilson? Who even is that? They're like nondescript player. <laughs> <laughs> then we went inside. We walked past this mural we didn't see before. This is what it was like. <laughs> That's a mural. He's like, where am I? He's like, I don't know. Hey, that guy, hey. He's like, yeah. Then we got our favorite mile high snack. Mm. Loaded hot chocolate. Kids hot chocolate. Mm. Then we went to our seats. What row are we? Round two. We were in the second row, right by the tunnel that the Chargers players came out of. It was so nice. So nice. Once we got to our seats, we saw lots of cool people on the sidelines, like this guy. It's Adam! Hold on. Oh my gosh, it is Adam. Adam. Adam! We saw you again. You didn't say hi again. You didn't say hi again. We're mad. We were like, Adam, and you looked at us like, that's not my name. We said hey to all the players as they were walking into the tunnel. Some of them said hey back. <laughs> And then we also captured Mike Nowak capturing us. Yeah! How you doing, Mike? Good. I tried to get one of the Broncos trumpet players to play Bubba da Bubba Bump Charge. He thought about it. Yeah, but then he was kind of on to you. Yeah, he wanted to do it. He did.
but he knew he'd get in big trouble. Mm. Some exciting game day moments. They had people jump out of a plane again. That's like their thing. <laughs> and they did it to the song Thunderstruck. Everyone's obsessed with us. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's our song. This is what the people look like when they were landing. Oh my gosh! Oh, holy cow! Hey! Oh, oh! It's the landing! Yeah. That guy fell. Could have been worse. <laughs> Helicopters flew over after the national anthem. All the fan favorites were there. <laughs> Linda and Thunder were there. It's Linda and Thunder! Let's go, Thunder! Barrel Guy was there. Clothes on. Justin Herbert was there. I'm trying to find Joey and Justin. There's Justin right there. I already found him. Right there. There, that hoodie, that gray hoodie right there. Their psychopath horse mascot did his thing where he goes on the top of the stadium, shoots fireworks off, and waves a giant flag. It's just not safe. Thank you. I know who caught the stadium on fire a couple years ago. Okay, what else do we got on here? We made friends. We made friends with Shannon and Christina next to us, which was great. We tried to help Shannon get on TV. We gave her some <laughs> suggestions, but she wasn't into it. Yeah. Come on, Shannon. Take your shirt off. I am not doing it. That's the second time she's been told to take her shirt off. <laughs> Today. Is that Justin Herbert? You got to do whatever it takes, Shan. You said you wanted to get on TV. She did get on TV, though, because we were on TV and she was next to us. Then the game was over. <laughs> Couldn't wait. What? I have to be so bad. <laughs> and we said bye to all the players as they walked by, and some of them said bye to us. Would you believe it? Justin Herbert actually said bye to us. <laughs> Goodbye, Justin Herbert! Come on, Justin! <laughs> Just kidding. But you know who did come say bye to us? Oh, Alohi! Where's Alohi? Right there! Go in! Alohi! Hey, good job, Freaking Alohi. He's the best. He's the best. He makes me feel so special. Yeah. Thank you, Alohi. Thanks. And then, <sighs> JG.
we never actually really met JG. Uh-huh. I mean, we got him to sign the book training camp last year, but it was very fast. JG, you missed this part. Yeah, guy in. Come back. You sign it right there. And we've met his mom. She's fantastic. But then we we got to meet him. And this is what he said. JG, tell your mom, tell your mom. Thank you, thank you, too. So good. You guys support you guys like show me. Yeah, you're so funny. I really appreciate you. Thanks, JG. What's your name? I'm Heather. And I'm Mary. Mary, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks, JG. so nice. He said he loves us. Did you hear that? Yeah. He really meant it. (laughs) And now it's time for a confession. Last year, we were a part of your fantasy football league, and we told you that we picked our entire J roster because of Justin Herbert. But that is not actually true. Because we were, what, we were 15th or 16th pick. So we knew that Justin wasn't that wasn't going to happen. But there was another Jay that we're like, we want him to be on our team. Yeah, we think he might be available. <laughs> so we actually did our entire Jay roster because of Jalen Guyton. <laughs> Don't tell Justin. He won't care. Anyways. He won't care. Well, that's a wrap of our away game experience in Denver. And that's a wrap on the 2023 season of a brisket abroad. Yeah. Wow, guys, what a journey. What a journeys. And I wish we had time to do like a slow motion montage reel of all the highlight moments set to Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You, but we gotta go shake our tail feathers. Yeah. Brisket broads. That is, I, <laughs> that was so much fun. Okay, so the whole time I was like, I wonder where they went dancing. Like, I wonder where this New Year's Eve to the club, you know? <laughs> That's where I would want to go. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was like 40s. <laughs> it was so awesome. It was like in a middle school gym. I love it. Awesome. And then Kevin was like, yeah, that's exactly where I would expect him. (laughs) Me too. Unsuspecting and rad. That's probably one of the greatest nights of dancing. You probably like some 70 year old guy swung you around, did the whole 40s energy. Tells you about his time in World War II. Yeah. (laughs) They'd be really old. That's awesome. That's so cool. I want to go to that next year. That dance, that same exact dance. Boulder, Colorado. Here we go. We just show up, bust the doors open. We need more. I need need a whole brisket abroad for that (laughs) New Year's Eve night. Just that. That's hilarious. Thank you. By the way, we didn't heard if you're going to do, if this is going to be a year three. God, I hope so. Are we running it back? This podcast is going to start sucking ass if they're not doing it next year. Yeah. We're barely hanging on here. (laughs) We're hanging out by a thread. Well, that was, that was very special, ladies. That was really quite funny. I loved all of the uh, all of the mentions of like thunder and thunderstruck 
and the waving. Oh, talking to Jalen Guyton. And That's what it's Alohi all about, Gilman, man. That was so special. How many fans have like one-on-one interactions where they like remember you like they that? They know like, who you are. That's insane. I'm so proud yeah. of you guys for what you've done this year, the commitment you've had to like go to all these games and support them through the tough and the good and all that. So you guys are awesome. That's I'm, awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. And I, it's, it's bittersweet. I am so sad that this is the last one of the season. It really hasn't quite sunk in yet. That there's not going to be any more. Yeah. So when we were watching that. Kevin was like, the next thing is freaking trivia. And I, my butt ready. puckered up a little bit. <laughs> well, you just won. Why are you puckering? I got a, I got a title to defend. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a streak to start. <laughs> it's on. Oh, and they know God. so much about these players. It's so oh, they, they can't wait for these next set of questions. It's going to be a shit show. I can't it's wait. It's going to be a problem. I'm going to start working on my sign language right now. Start looking up ice cream oh, yeah. shops. <laughs> yeah. A-B. Well, ladies, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. You really elevate this show uh, with all of your hilarious moments and your editings and all You're of on, that. It's amazing. It really is special. We can't thank you enough and uh, hope 2024 brings all of us uh, a little bit more something to be a little more high as you mentioned in the in the segment more highs please for 2024 that's it's going to be hard bod ass you know what i mean <laughs> oh man i this is going to be a fun off season boys there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking yep there is there is going to be a lot of moving and shaking so ladies thank you so much for another awesome brisket abroads we'll see you soon we'll see you next season yeah bring it back let's run it back let's run it back But uh, now, folks, it's time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt Fam. Let's go. (laughs) Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. (laughs) I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like. Totally appreciate it. (laughs) Catch you later, dude. Great love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off at the top with Gavler Bolt, who asked the question. No football-related question. What was your favorite Christmas present, and what's your New Year's resolution? My favorite present was a Chargers hoodie to add to my collection. All the best to the Bolt fam for 2024. Bolt up, K. Love you, bye. Oh, P.S. I've changed my name and tag, so if Kev says certified fresh, then I win. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not fair you can't change your name in your tag it's gavin gibson oh gavin <laughs> son of a gun uh, well your new name sneaky, is fresh so that's a little my loophole sneaky rascal <laughs> gotcha he wins kevin you lose <laughs> didn't kevin have like a <laughs> You go. <laughs> He's not but, a good <laughs> Didn't you Didn't you have like a send him a sticker thing On the line that, Didn't that used to be a thing Yeah used to be You've, you've not never anymore sticker, huh? New year new, new year new <laughs> rules That's your resolution <laughs> Yeah I'm not stop, doing any stop stickers Stop messing up the, yeah. the certified fresh No more giveaways if you guys are trying to f- Loophole oh, man pull it, over. Great. <laughs> it would be crazy if we made a certified fresh sticker that yeah. went out to all of the mishaps. Ooh. That would be pretty. F- or they could just buy it, the certified fresh sticker. <laughs> Go to chargechat.com. Uh, we can get t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. <laughs> certified fresh sticker. <laughs> just literally just take the f***ing, um, 
what is it? A Rotten Tomato certified fresh? Just give them the tomato. <laughs> yep. Let's go. All right. Well, well. <laughs> outside of that, he wants to, to know answer the question. Uh, what was your favorite Christmas present this year, and what is your New Year's resolution? Who's going first? Call us out, Adam. I have mine. You know, you go first, Adam. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like I should get mine. Go ahead. Let me go get it. All right. Well, my favorite Christmas present this year was this sweet ass Justin Herbert signed mini helmet. Whoa, Kevin. Went crazy on both bids this year. Oh, dude, really both did. bids is a real problem. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution. One item a month. Get off this of both bids. So no, I'm not going to do that to myself. That's impossible. Oh. But like one a month is a man more manageable. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, to have a Justin Herbert signed anything is amazing. And I love this. I love this helmet. I wish they would wear these helmets. Can you imagine? No. Wearing these helmets in the regular season. Maybe Harbaugh will come in and demand it. Yeah, he's like, I got two things. One, bring these helmets out. All right, please. But yeah, love that Justin Herbert helmet. What'd you, Who what'd else? You, what'd you get, Kyle? <laughs> um, uh, Oh, well, I didn't know that we were doing Charger Chat gifts this year. <laughs> we didn't have a discussion Clearly, about this. you got mine too, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I got, I also you got my got bolts bids. It was awesome, yeah. I got yeah. Kevin's bullpen craziness. Mm-hmm. I got a Natron Mean Sign jersey, and it's sure did. really, really Dude, cool. Sick. It's yeah, getting it's framed awesome. and it's getting put up. It's hell really yeah. Sick. I love Means. I mean, that one, he's a Charger legend, mm-hmm. and two. The coolest name ever in the means NFL. business, he's dude. Natron means business. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, that was really good, and that was unexpected because I didn't know. Usually we talk about it. It's like, hey, expect your gift nah. by this time. And then I'm like, oh, crap. And I order nah. gifts. We had none of that mishap. But I also got a sick backpack from Wool Dog Wooly. That's oh, yeah. a charger bag. <clears throat> that's now my new gym bag because the bottom well, has like, go. a cooler section. Yeah, it does. And put like all of your like supplements and meals and drinks and all that. And then on the top, it has like a like a aired out section where I could put like my sweatshirt and my headphones and all that stuff. So Perfect. that's a daily, that's a daily use backpack. Listen, that's a win. Listen. <laughs> I'm very happy great with gifts that. From my boys. So awesome. your guys' gifts will be coming. Let's just belated. It. It's the, the damn post gift. office. Sure. sure. No, yeah. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no, one I get of, it. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> one of my brother-in-laws um, <clears throat> sent me this. What? It's, you can't tell. It's can't basically, it's... <laughs> It's oh, green wow. screen. It's a Harry Potter cloak. This green screen's going off. <laughs> An invisibility cloak. All right, none. That's amazing. All right, we're going green screenless. There we go. Okay. So it's I got grass. Yeah. Do you know what this is? I'm guessing for golf. Yeah, that's this for goes to golf, my new yeah. golf net that I can practice at home and uh, get ready to kick your fucking ass when we when I wow. see you. Wow. Awesome. Because I'm training my son to be able to beat you. I right know. Now. I panic. I know I can beat you. <laughs> and my son, my six year old son, will be able to beat you in the next two to three years. For sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paxi just started golf camp. So you're in trouble, dude. I don't well, not anymore. I have my own golf camp here. I'm going to teach myself how to use this grass. It's going to be great. Gonna use it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to use it. 
<laughs> no, but I also got a really nice. I got Jurassic Park like weight thing from Adam. Oh, that, that's cool. um, It's like the the, the, the amber with the amber. The, yeah. And I got that's a. Sick. It's on the wall, but it's a flux capacitor that goes from with my Back to the Future, to the future corner. So, oh, nice. That's it was a good. It was a good holidays. It was great. Good Christmas. Good times. Um, any uh, any resolutions? Do you guys have? Bolts bids. Me? I'm not. Wasn't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do one. I can't uh, put, a, one, put a one only. A dollar amount or just one a month? I, one, think a I can't do more than one. Year. I can't do more than one a month. One. What if that 1, one a month item? is like five grand? <laughs> well, I'm not. Well, I'm not an idiot. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But like, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't, have, have, I don't have a resolution. I don't no. know. I'm working on a lot of stuff all the time. I don't know. I don't have anything specific for the no. year. Been around this planet 39 times, about to be 40. After 38 bad resolutions, <laughs> you'll learn just to let's just get by. <laughs> let's just get through it. Yeah, let's just get through this and we'll be happy. So, all right. Gavler Bolt, a.k.a. Gavin Gibson. Thank you, you for asking That was a really sneaky. That was very, very sneaky. sneaky sir. Yeah, very sneaky, sir. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, let's move it on now to Andrew Ramsey, who asked the question. Happy New Year to all the pod family. That was a rough game to watch. I mean, not just performance-wise, but just staying awake. I fell asleep during the start of the third and woke up for Austin X fumble review. It's been a while since I've fallen asleep during a game. That's how you know it's that bad, I guess. LOL. That being said, what are some remedies I can try to make it through the last game of the season next week? Hopefully, this is the only time I'll have to use it for a while. K, love you, bye. The Patrick Mahomes drinking game. Every time yeah, he complains gonna, or does something on the say. sideline. Yeah, you could do like a bingo card or any type of drinking game where yeah. drink every time this happens or get a whole board up of, hey, if yeah. this happens, check that off. You fill up your bingo card, do it. Yeah. There's, there's ways to make and it. Buy yourself a and, gift card and hand it to yourself when it's all said and done if you get the bingo. <laughs> Congratulations, bingo? Hey, thanks, I did man. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, in uh, all honesty, that game was hard, very hard to watch. It wasn't was fun. To, it wasn't entertaining was, at all. There was just so many short passes and three and outs. I mean, stop. how many three and outs did we have? I, that's what happens. I think we only I, converted one third down. Yeah, it was that whole like game. the 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 <clears throat> week leading up to this. I'm like Easton Stick. He's our guy. Like he's our backup quarterback like for the future. Sign <laughs> him to five more years. And it's he just tough. didn't. You just doesn't can't. have anybody. Every the whole idea about a backup quarterback is who could you have on your roster that could win you a game if you need it? Yeah, it's him. So you know, he's now zero and three. Yeah. yeah, he's now zero three. I, I mean, I will say he's not gotten a very fair shake coming into a no, season yeah. where it's already over. You have none of your top three receivers for any but one of the games. I mean, his stat line isn't terrible: twenty four of thirty eight, two hundred twenty yards. Like, took care of the ball, had a decent like completion percentage. It's not god awful. It's just like, I guess that's just what you expect out of backup quarterback, million dollar a year guys. It, you're not going to get all that. Right. I mean, Stidham's getting like six million a year, five million a year. It's like I would rather have Easton Stick at a million a year than 
Jared, so if you're backup, if you're to your backup quarterback, you're screwed no matter what. It's just right. the way the roster construction works. You're screwed. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so yeah, it makes find some fun games to make it a, you know, a little more engaging for you, Andrew. And uh, whether that's drinking games or bingo cards or bets you make to yourself, you could also make little side bets. I know the Duggan brothers here have been making yeah. bets with each other and still that's going pretty well. Kept it pretty interesting. <laughs> it's a long game i'm playing the long game <laughs> one yeah. of these days it's going to be a double or nothing and kyle's going to hit so yeah. um, kevin set me up hard with the <laughs> talking about <laughs> shut up so there you go andrew ramsey thank you, you for asking up. the question uh let's move it on now to philip who asked the question when the going gets bad Who's your second team that you'll kind of pull for once the Bolts season sufficiently in the crapper? Usually for us, it's the Eagles, but we've adopted the Lions this year too. NFC makes it not feel like cheating. It's a good <clears throat> question. I'm I'm on the fence. Two two teams. Um, the Browns, just because Flacco and the the, the Browns, and like it's a good storyline. They feel like us, and the Lions feel like us. So basically, teams yeah, that yeah. feel like us, like Lions, I, Browns, Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to beat the Ravens ever again the rest of the season, but um, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say the Lions for sure. That that's, I mean, that coach. It's hard not to love that guy and everything that yeah. he's put out there for this team and the emotions so it's kind of a, like that. It's kind of a year to year thing for you guys, like based yeah. on the year. Yeah, no, it's not a consistent like, oh, it's always this team or anything like that. I'll always root for the underdog. I mean, yeah. that is yeah. the team to root for. So if that happens to be the Lions and the Browns, so be it. But and uh, then I'll bet on them and Kyle pick the other team and I'll, you should probably win. Eek out a win. Well, you're getting a real confident. 20 more bucks. Two days. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 20 more bucks. Um, I, um, so I live in really close vicinity to my brother, my two brother-in-laws. And they're, I don't know why my sister has married these two random sports team fans, but my brother-in-law lives like down the street. He's a diehard Bears fan, has a bear tattoo on his arm. Yeah, Tyler, he's, he's the man. Born and raised in San Diego, but he's just a diehard Bears fan. So... I I'll jump on his I'll I'll like support him just because I want him I want his team to win. Hmm. We're both in it together usually. Like oh man, this sucks. We both suck. This this who gets a better draft pick? <laughs> so that's really race tough. to the bottom. So I support him, but usually it's like a sympathy support because they're out of the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my other brother in law, my little sister's husband, Brad is a is from he's from Maryland, so he's a he's a Ravens fan. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit more fun and easier to support him um, because they're they're probably going to win the Super Bowl this dominant year. Dominant <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like they're hands down the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Them, it's got to be them Niners. It's got to be the betting favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Calvin Oy, my boy, is on their team. So that's true. Uh, that yeah. makes it a little bit easier. To, I don't, I don't, that's the thing. I don't root for him, but because my brother is. You can be happy like, for him. He's like, he's a very, they're both very intense. Fans, it's not mm. like they're like, oh yeah, I'm from here, so I'm gonna watch the game. And yeah, we'll yeah they know their teams. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah, they're both like, oh, the game's about to get on. They put on their jerseys, type of guys. Mm. So good, uh, it's fun to root with them. Yeah, but it was also really fun to talk crap when we beat them. So it goes <laughs> hell yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got a little ammo, you know, 
for if it ever comes up. Yeah, we up. destroyed the Bears. And it was so cool. <laughs> Suck it, Tyler. Um, <laughs> T-Bone. All right. Philip, thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Duck Nguyen, who asks the question. Kevin, hurry. I have a multi-part question. All right. First, do you think the artist formerly known as Coach Staley is still watching our games? All right. Second, do you think the D3 hack is rooting for the Chargers or against the Chargers after his unceremonious firing after another one of those games that happens to anyone who has coached long enough in the NFL? All right. C... <laughs> Do you think the ex-coach will learn from his mistakes and be a better coach in the future? Or is he blaming everyone but himself because he's the smartest guy in the room? I mean, how does a defensive guru gifted with a golden boy QB and all-star talent everywhere blow this meal ticket of a perennial playoff team? Why couldn't he succeed? Because he couldn't get out of his own way and refuse to simplify his defense or take points when he can... Uh, based on gut and momentum instead of full-on analytics all the time? How do you blow a 27-point lead? How can you let the Raiders score 49 before the half? Jim Barr bust. This span I better not waste another Hall of Fame QB's career. I still charged up in VA. I think you got a lot off your chest there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he came in hot, had a lot to say, said it all. <laughs> yeah, feels better, I'm sure. Let's go. Yeah, definitely Jim Barra bust. That seems to be the big deal. And uh, yeah, that was... Uh... The, I, the question is, he's probably... I imagine he's watching the game or he's just totally removing himself. But he, you know, he still he's got to remove himself. I don't know, dude. You're a football guy. You think you're not watching You're just like shutting off football? Yeah, he's still no, watching football. You're still watching games like... No matter what, you're, if you're a football guy, you're a head coach in the NFL, you love football. You know what I you're hope he watched? Not watch. I hope he watched that Michigan game and how real coach does it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's tough. That's just, <laughs> I'm having Gosh. fun. I'm having fun. Those Calm down. When did this get become a serious podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin. Jesus. No, this is a good burn. It was a good uh, burn. That's very He's good. Feeling that, we're going to have yeah. to talk about this after we're done recording. Shamelessly Kevin. burned. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> shamelessly burned uh yeah it's uh it is it is a question i mean it, we were all excited about having staley we all thought yes you've got justin herbert yes you've got an all-star talent mm-hmm. super bowl baby here we come and uh just didn't work out this year and it's hard to tell with not knowing all the behind the scenes but it certainly does feel like there was a lot of staley getting in his own way situations do you think he will get another like DC job next year or he'll be a position guy? I, mm, it's hard to say. His defense was terrible yeah. the last three years. Like he got lucky one year essentially and three really bad. We were in bottom of all categories for his entire reign as coach. So mm-hmm. it's hard and to say. One year outside of being in the Charger head coach. So he was the DC. Yeah, well, just for one year. He had a great team, but it seems like maybe he kind of walked into a really nice situation. And when he was able to build whatever well, he wanted, it fell apart. Did you see that they apart. just made the playoffs with 90% rookies? Yeah. Like, do you remember we talked about that? Oh, that they were going to be like, the worst team. Holy and, cow, they're, half of their roster is undrafted free agents. Like, what are they? How is this possible? That's coaching they're in the right playoffs. There. That's coaching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have an incredible head coach. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. I think he'll get on as a position coach somewhere. That's my guess um, too. But 
I don't think he'll be a head coach in the next 10 years. No. If we'll see if he's even a DC right away. I don't think he will be. I think he'll be a position coach somewhere. Maybe yeah. in Miami with Vic. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Duck Nguyen, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Girl, who asked the question. Should the Chargers release Joey Bosa? I don't know if this is certain. This feels like a very certified, fresh, heavy like episode. Bolt Girl on before. It's not coming know. up. Yeah, I just don't want to be sound like an idiot again. That's the problem. It's like three in a row, dude. <laughs> I'm not. She's not coming up. But all right, it's well, nice to have you, Bolt Girl. Shoot your Either shot. Way. My bad. <laughs> Shit. Um, but Joey Bosa, yeah, I, he's a big cap at the end of the year. Cutting him, trading him. I don't know. Something is gonna. It, he's the one that I'm looking at that makes the most sense. He's only played like nine games in the last two years, so mm-hmm. um, you can't pay him that much if he's not going to be on the field. Just you can't do it. I mean, the question is, do you trade him or do you release him? Because he's gonna, he still has another year on his contract. So if you You're release him, you got to get something for him if you can. That's well, why I mean, you wouldn't it, try. Right. Well, yeah, you try, but I don't know. Coming how many off are an bite. injury, I just, I don't know anyone that's gonna be able to fork up anything for a guy that. The reason we all don't think that he's worth it is because of injuries. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. Reason. When he's on the football field, he was incredible. Yeah, but like. If we're willing to trade him, I don't know a team that wouldn't just be like, okay, good luck, cut him, and then we'll see what happens. Right. You know, it's, I don't, I don't, I just don't see, I don't know why we would want to take that dead cap hit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, that's why when I posed that question to you guys last week when I had to jump off of the trading Khalil and Keenan as opposed to uh, Mike Williams and Joey Bosa, is like, who's not, who's to say that he's not going to get healthy next year and go off? Right. But I get Chances it. Are he will because believe me, be I drunk. get it. When yeah, <laughs> believe me, I get it. Like cutting him, yeah, you free up some cap space, but you take a you lot still of take dead a cap. Yeah, you take a big hit, and you're losing two or three players with that dead cap. You know, right. like when we talk about rebuilding a roster, I just cutting these high profile guys. That's tough. It's tough to continue to build teams with limited cap space with the gajillion dollar quarterback when you're just cutting guys that you owe a lot of money to. So I've got a question then. Was it the Ravens that you were talking about that had a bunch of undrafted free agents? The Rams. The Rams. Oh, the Rams. Excuse me. That's what I was about to say. It's a Ram. Like, this is a Rams. This feels like, okay, well, if we can't restructure contracts, then it's going to be a bunch of undrafted free agents that are going to be on this team. So I feel like that's still a possibility. I mean, there is a, you talk about like, you've got half the cap wrapped up in about four or five guys, yeah. Um, which is a lot, but you, those guys, when they play at the very least, when they are healthy are studs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're I playmakers. Just, I'm looking at longevity, yeah. longevity, like guys that are on the field, like Keenan is on the field. I'd say he's the most consistent wide receiver we have, except for these right. last couple games, because there's no real reason to go risk anything on him. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Khalil, what Khalil's done, he's played every game he's been a charger, and he's b- pushing guards back into quarterbacks for sacks. Like, I, I'm taking Mac over Bosa, hands down. Even though he's older, he's 32. Sure. You can still get a year or two out of that. Would you have one more year with Bosa where he might play half the games, or one more year with maybe a slightly declining 
Khalil Mack, which slightly declining is insane because he was in the running for like most valuable player and defensive player. Right. So that that's just kind of where I'm at yeah. with those two. No, I get that 100%. But what are you going to get in return for that gigantic Khalil Mack? Like one year of Khalil Mack, these top contenders will want that and they'll be willing to give something up for it. Right. You know, like put Khalil Mack on the Eagles or the, or like, or the Cowboys, that's in, that's an incredible jump. Like that's huge for them going into their they know that they're Super Bowl contenders every year, right? Mm-hmm. So like they're they'd be willing to give that youth that we need up for that, whether they give up a second round pick or a third round pick or whatever it might be. That we now don't have to take a dead cap. We don't just hey, we don't get any money to use towards players because we cut this guy. Right. You roll the dice on Joey Bosa, who is an elite player being more healthy in, than he was the last two years. So it's just just think about this. If you have a fully healthy Joey Bosa, and then you also get another second-round pick, which should be a starter, Tuli, Tui Pelotu, in place of dead cap and, and Khalil Mack. I, that's just that's the hard part that goes into being a GM is you have to make those hard choices. Right. I just don't know if you're getting a second round for him. And with how much he's, you, you're taking over that contract. You're going to have to pay him the $30 million or whatever he's going to get. I think you're going to get a late round pick. And in that situation, I don't know if it's, you know, I, I, I just don't know. Because um, I don't I think you're getting think a second for Khalil or Cutting Joey. Joey Bosa, just taking the dead money. Just You get no players for yeah. all that money. Right. It's where this position we put ourselves in or p- position that Telesco put us in. We yeah. have to figure it out now. Deuces, fuckers, deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck figuring out the cap. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Peels out of the parking lot. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't think that they should release him, but uh, obviously there needs to be contract discussions and they got to figure out the cap situation for sure. Bold girl, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ronnie Delgado, who asked the question. Happy New Year, homies. What comes first, GM or coach? Excited for a new chapter of Chargers football. What's up, homie? What's up? <laughs> um, so GM or coach, they're doing it simultaneously. Here's another bet for you guys. Who's going to be the GM or the coach? We're going Double after nothing. <laughs> we're going after some bigger names right now. So those are a, more of a priority over a GM because you want those guys to have input. I think it's going to be coach first. If we get Harbaugh, it's going to be Harbaugh first. Harbaugh's going to want input. He want, he's going to want input on that. You're not going right. to just go hire somebody the day before you bring Harbaugh in. What is that saying yeah. to him? It's saying we're still going to have control over this situation and all that stuff we promised to give up, we're not giving up. Right. So, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, he fooled you. Yeah, like okay. he, you're going to be handing him everything pretty much to to come do it. Like I guarantee it. So, I think it's going to if I get what I want, I want Harbaugh, it's going to be coach first, then they're going to figure out what the GM is. Yeah, I don't I don't I get the idea, but I think that in the past when you hire the GM, if you I don't know, it just feels like it's moving to a place where if you hire the GM, you're going to get a first year coach because the GM like, you're, oh, this is our GM. This is who we really want. We want mm-hmm. him to have, like, we believe in him, right? So, like, let's get him, and then he can have control of hiring the head coach, telling him what to do, giving him the players. Right. Leave me out of this. That I don't know why in my head that's just how it works with the way that the NFL kind of functions right now. Mm-hmm. But if, you, if you're going after a high-profile head coach, he's not going to want to be like, oh, yeah, who's my GM? Oh, I oh. hate that guy. 
you know like control i don't want to work with that guy yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know if you're getting a high profile head coach it feels like you kind of go after him first he's the priority well, and they're they're basically they're basically flipping it. They've been always done like ten year GMs. They've done it twice back to back. They did AJ for ten years. They just did Tom for ten years. Now they're gonna flip it. They're gonna offer a coach an eight year contract. They're gonna just basically flip the dynamic of that. You're gonna have a, you're gonna commit to a coach, and then you're gonna have the coach in who's going to decide who he wants to help manage what he wants. It's yeah. a little less of like getting it's the guys you use them. But- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, do the research, run the scouting, you know, department the best you can. But we're, I'm going to tell you what we're going to deal do. with agents. Yeah. The, do the paperwork. Yeah. So Bring who's to coffee. say that, who's to say that, you know, is it Jojo Wooden isn't the, the good, could be a yeah, good fit for that, the situation. I don't think that's a bad head coach, like a bad signing. He knows the organization. He knows all the players that we have in house. He knows what we have on the books. And he's not like a seasoned GM that's like a, hey, I, this is how we do it here. This is how I'm going to run this show. Yeah. You know, yeah. and who's to say that he, you know, we don't just do like a one year with Jojo. And then he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm in here. I'm comfortable. I know what I want later. Jojo, I'm going to bring in this. Yeah. Like I got the lay of the land. I know what I need. We're moving on. So I don't know. It will be interesting to see. I just think if we want something different, this is a great place to start. This is where all the decisions are made for the players. Start there. And then we'll see what the trickle down effect is. There you go. All right, Ronnie Delgado, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to 6-1 Shaggy, who asked the question. What do you guys believe is the number one important quality that the new head coach must have? What do you think, Kyle? What's yeah, the start, quality? Start with, what? let's, let's start with I the coach. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the more I think about it, the more for me, the, the most important thing that I think that was so lacking in Coach Staley uh, and I think we saw it in the development of our players is being able to attract great assistant coaches. Hmm. You need to be a you need to be a personality and an, and a known um, winner that people want to come and learn from. Um, so I, I just put myself in assistant coach issues. Like if I'm in the assistant coach pool, and I have the opportunity to go work for Brandon Staley for 150k a year or let's just let's go high let's say they're going to be like oh we know he's not a big draw i can go work for brandon staley for 400k a year as an assistant i don't know how much assistant coaches make i'm just spitballing yeah or i can go work for bill belichick for 100k who am i going to go work for yeah i'm going to go work for bill belichick and learn how to be a good head coach Mm. and learn how to like how to develop players and call plays and run a system like i I just think that Staley wasn't a draw as a head coach. That's interesting. If you're an assistant, you're only going there to get it to to get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You're not going there to like I'm going to learn and invest and be a part of this, and I know it's going to pay dividends in the future. Mm-hmm. You're going there because you're like I. This is a stepping stone. This is I'm going to get in here, grind real quick, and then get out. Mm-hmm. So I think you hire a guy like Harbaugh. That's instantly uh everyone from the college arena the nfl arena they're going this guy wins at every level yeah how does he do it what culture does he create i want to go be a part of that and that's how you develop young players people we have not had yeah we have not had a lot of young draft like late draft picks young guys develop into studs we just haven't even our even our studs haven't like progressed to become that much Super better you know like, hyper studs yeah like justin herbert Arguably, his best season was his rookie year. <laughs> you know, yeah. like 
Justin Herbert had an incredible rookie season. And then since then, he's still been good, but you haven't seen these like giant leaps every year. So mm. I just think that the ability for the new head coach to bring in incredible assistance is the most important thing. I think that's a really great point. I remember it's fantastic. Remember when we heard that Ronaldo Hill was giving up being the defensive coordinator for the Chargers to go work as a position coach in Miami. Exactly. Yeah. That's I think that should have been screaming at us a little louder than probably we wanted to take, you know, pay attention yeah. to it. Right. But that's that's absolutely clear of what happened. So uh, I'm I'm on board. And just watching that Michigan game, like how many of that staff would follow him? To the Chargers. Right. You know what I mean? And they, they'd be dying for an opportunity to go to the NFL with Tarbo. You just follow them there. Let's go. So I'd be curious to see how that would all pan out. All right. That's a great answer, Kyle. And there you go. 619 Shaggy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Daryl21, who asked the question. Oh, happy new year to our peeps in the Charger chat and onto one hell of an offseason. Oh, as I said here tonight, after our 11th loss, we currently sit in the sixth spot of the draft. Hoo-ha! I seem to remember picking up a certain kick-ass player at number six a few years ago. Hoo-ha! <laughs> now, onto my question. By now, we all know the news of Harbaugh hiring an actual agent as of today. So if, if his agent is calling for a ridiculously high contract demand and we aren't able to grab him, do you have this funny feeling that there will be they will go after Dan Quinn from the Cowgirls? Oh, my thinking is they will go after him and hire him to pair with Kellen Moore, and it'll be an excuse for them to say, see, we got you an experienced head coach like you all wanted, and we can keep Herbert with the same coordinator who ha ah, Quinn would jump at. Uh, jump at it in a heartbeat. Oh, and the Chargers wouldn't have to pay major bucks. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Am I crazy to think this just might be pulled? They just might pull this crap on us. Oh, remember, Quinn choked a 25 point lead and was fired by Atlanta not too long ago. I'm just saying, oh, uh, your thoughts, guys. Give it to us straight. Can't love you. Bye. I don't like this question, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like You're it. You're connecting too, like many the, dots, too many dots, Daryl. Too many dots, Daryl. So I don't honestly the Chargers, this this whole thing right now feels like a popularity contest a little bit. And the Chargers feel like they're not like allowed to hang out in certain parts of the quad in high school. You know what I mean? Like they need to go out and do something <laughs> big, massive, because we're kind of embarrassing. We're so like you're not gonna now. just take a little we're in the library eat lunch by ourselves. Yeah, you're not yeah, yeah. You have bullies waiting outside the library Free to make internet. sure you stay in there because yeah. you can't come out and ruin the vibe of everyone else. Yeah. So I just I think they they they're going to have to make a swing. They're going to go big and do something they, they haven't done before. Too. And yeah. Quinn isn't that for me at all. Like that's right. another kind Is of a lot. possible? Step. Yeah, like for 100%, sure. I could see it's very possible. I could see Dan Quinn being announced as the Chargers head coach. It's like, like a, it's not like. It's like it's like the not the worst case scenario, but it's definitely stepped down from our hopes and dreams. You know what I mean? You, yeah, it's yeah. The bar gets lowered extensively if that ends up being the uh, the coach. Sure. Yeah. Announcement. Yeah, but you're connecting some dots there, Daryl, and I, don't but I just don't know. I don't know. But this this I don't is like all those dots, Daryl. This <laughs> hypothetical is all centered around that the idea that Kellen Moore needs to stay with Justin Herbert. 
And I don't know if that is something we need to like. Based on what we did this year on offense, I don't, I don't know if it's like a we have to keep Kellen Moore, you know? I'm not. Yeah, I know he's been dealing with a limited roster and guys he can play, but I'm not thrilled. I've watched a few Charger games this year where I was like, man, this isn't fun. And that's because we weren't doing what we did with Justin Herbert his first years in the, as a Charger. Right. It just did, didn't feel the same. And I was ex- hoping this huge turnover, this huge change, right. it just hasn't been the case. And I just right. wouldn't be thrilled with like, oh, this will work out perfectly. They used to be on the same team together, so let's put them together. That's probably convenient. What if these? What if these two hate? What if these two hate each other? What if they never liked each other on what the? If you hire Dan and Quinn and he's like, not nah, Kellen Moore, pack your bags. Loser. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's okay. It's hard to say to like to make the you know, I don't know. This is a question bugs me out. This is, yeah, it, I hear it though. I hear what you're saying. I hear yeah, what you're saying. I, I, it makes sense. It feels like the total Charger switcheroo let down. Um, higher. That's yeah. what it feels like. You know, like mm-hmm. we were all like Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer. And then you hired Brandon Staley and everyone had to Google Brandon Staley. Like, what? <laughs> and remember when, remember when they kept putting up the wrong picture of him? It was like the <laughs> yeah. defensive line coach or something. Yeah. And everyone thought that was Brandon Staley for like yeah. a month and a half. That's what we were. That's what we got. We didn't get a, no, a known guy in that sense. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm just not going to believe this. I don't, I don't know. I'm just choosing. <laughs> I'm, this is not a truth for me. This is 2024. Right. I get to choose. This is not my truth. I don't believe that Dan Quinn. <laughs> this will be makes sense on paper, but there is yeah. nothing to say that this is how it will be, and we will. Refuse I don't know. To believe I, it until I feel like the Spanos have too much pride. Like they're being teased. You know, oh, yeah, like, they're a joke. The NFL is being teased of like you don't want to spend money. You've hired three first-time head coaches, right? So you can spend two, three, four million a year. You guys are losers. You always lose. <laughs> You now have your own verb <laughs> of charging. Right. And so now you're just, you're on the outside. Good luck, guys. Glad, glad you drafted mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Um, Yeah, I, I just, I really think that now is the time they know they have to go do something like Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Daryl, you're thinking, and I, I like, like that. But. I like it. I think he's on <laughs> the same dots. page, though. He said, give us some new dots next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some new dots. <laughs> Uh, thank you for asking the question, but let's move it on now to DJ Jones, who asked the question. Howdy and happy new years to the Charger Chat podcast and the community. The pain is almost over and ready to roll into the 2024 season. My question is, if each of you were owner, who would your new GM head coach DC OC hires be? And if not Harbaugh, then how about Tomlin? K love you. Bye. BTSU. Whoa, All right. I needed to know about this ahead of time. No, this is easy. I'm going to do exactly what the Spanos should do. Hire Jim Harbaugh. Let him decide whatever the f*** he wants. Have it all. You pick all these positions. I don't care. Go. Have fun. So you're saying as long as you have Jim Harbaugh. That's I don't care. Every, everything will work. Everything else will just fall into place. I don't. We don't need to have five cooks. You don't need my opinion. I hate when there's like too many cooks in a kitchen and no one can come up with the straight idea. I, like, let's have a clear path. If it's the right decision, it's the wrong decision. I don't give a shit. That's the decision we're making. Mm-hmm. So, and that guy gets fired if it doesn't work. Exactly. There's accountability for that. You know where to cut. You know where to cut. Cut it off. And I guarantee you, there's some coaches that don't want that accountability. I want to hire a coach that wants that accountability. That wants these uh, these things. Mm-hmm. So give me that. And the Tomlin thing. He's 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 won like all of his games since we last talked about him. He's not oh, going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. He's an incredible coach. That's like, insane. The fact if he, that he was, was available, even, we would. Absolutely, be stoked about. He's not going to. There's no, no way, way he's available. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he he turned. He has 
he has not had a quarterback since yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. and they've never had a losing season. That's insanity. We've had Justin Herbert, and we've had one winning season. You know, it's like that's it's just insanity. I I don't know. I I kind of agree. It's like I feel like in my mind, the way that I'm thinking right now with DCs and OCs, it will change. Kind of like my answer to the couple questions ago. Once you get Jim Harbaugh, I think your avenues of coordinators and coaches that come alongside you are so different. And in the same way, if you get Harbaugh, the GM that you want is so different. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't need a, a a super seasoned in a winning organization GM. I I, I don't think that that's the right that's the right blend because they're going to be used to doing it a certain way where they have a young head coach that was just coming up and they needed a lot of leadership and guidance. It's like, you look at the Niners. Like I think that John Lynch did a lot to help that whole organization, even with Shanahan being a great coach and all of that. But I think John Lynch offered a lot. So uh, I don't think you need all of that when you have a Harbaugh in place. So I think one of these dominoes has to fall before I can decide what I like for all of the other spots. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. It's kind of a cop-out answer, J.J. Jones, but... It, it is. It is a little bit, but it's just... I don't know. I think it's just... One comes with the next. Right. Everything. Just because, like, everybody is good at that one position doesn't mean that that's a good team to put together. Like, it, you know, fi- finding a D.C. or an O.C. that are like, oh, they're really good at what they do. You don't know if that's going to mesh with the head coach or the GM or vice versa. So it's hard to think of like an all-star team to put together. It's first of all, it's hard to think of like, okay, what DC out there? What I like, I mean, my focus is always on the chargers. I don't know what DCs or OCs are available for other teams either. They're not even what they're even good at. They're going to be, they're going to be player personnel coordinators that we, we hire up to be a GM, you know? Right. Well, and so, for what what I it's easy for me because I have a direct comparison for this. Like what I do for a living, I'm a director of photography, shoot movies. Each movie is different. There's a new staff for each movie. So like right. what the certain movies I go into where the crew's there. Mm-hmm. There's and there's certain movies that I go into where I can pick the guys I want to bring on. Right. I'm telling you, the ones where I pick the guys that I want to bring on work so much better because we have so many years of working together and understand each other so quickly. Right. Day one of shooting, we're making the day no matter what. Day one of shooting with this brand new staff that I don't know that was hired for me. No guarantees we're going to get it get moving until like halfway through the movie. Exactly. So that's that's my analogy for yeah. for the importance of being able to bring in who you want and not get paired with somebody that there's a great great gaffer or whatever, but may not work with my sensibilities. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. There you go, DJ Jones. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to the K Man who asked the question. Question. For each of you, what's the number one position the Chargers should address in the first round of the upcoming draft? Thanks so much for answering my question. I love you all. Bye. I love you too, K-Man. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Um, all what right, you guys got? So, what's your position? All right, so I'm going to cop out first, and then I'll give you my answer. <laughs> okay. Cop out, the cop out first, if you're top five with the quarterbacks that are coming out in this draft, Yes. I think you can move down a lot. And I think you could recoup some picks like we talked about. If we're if we're looking at cutting a 30 mil a year guy, the dead cap's going to be real bad. Mm-hmm. So we need some of these young guys. So I think if we're a top five pick, we're trading that out and we're moving down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, I think we have to draft a DB. I think a corner in the first round makes a lot of sense for our team. Um, I think fully healthy 
with the guys that we have, our offense should be really good. It should be. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I would love a tight end. Uh, believe me, Brock Bowers, if he's there at six, it's going to be hard, five or six. It's going to be hard not for me to be like, draft him, draft him, draft him. Pull the but I think, <laughs> I think looking at the totality of the roster um, and like price points, I think you could get a serviceable tight end um, kind of continually for not a whole lot of money um on the open on the free market on the free aid in free agency mm-hmm. um but i think we we don't have any corner i i really don't know a corner that we have on our team that's dominant mm-hmm. and i think you look at these teams that have that are really good they have great defensive backs you just have to have it in this nfl right. we don't have it like if you although he's a free agent you have derwin but we've seen derwin like he's best in the box mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know like you do take derwin out you take a low hey low he out you mike davis is out all you have is this on to samuel jr mm-hmm. our defensive backfield needs a lot of help and you can't just go pay a lot of free agents so it's an expensive opinion, position yeah yeah in my opinion you have to draft it, it would be great i'm not you have to it would be great to draft a corner safety mm-hmm. if one fits in that spot where we're, wherever we're drafting Corner safety would be a good position to draft. Excellent. Yeah. I, I This is the first year where I'm kind of like, yeah, move back, get an extra second. Because yeah. um, then you can, for the ones that I think need to be addressed, and I know we just signed a guy, but seeing how these the, the pocket collapses a lot of the time, we need another tackle. I know what it is. I know people think I hate Pipkins. I I, I haven't shown otherwise. <laughs> but I, I don't, I think we need to, if we're going to be elite, especially watching... You know, I'm comparing everything to Harbaugh, but the way that offensive line moved people around and we're able to run the ball, you need a new offensive lineman. And it just needs to be a fact, especially that. Mm-hmm. But I think if you move back, you could probably get, a you know, wherever you traded with that first round to get a cornerback, you know, a really serviceable top three cornerback. Mm-hmm. And then you go, you know, offensive line right after that. And then edge, edge, more just Hawaiian, whatever you want to do, really. Whoever's Polynesian, the best available Polynesian. Best available like Polynesian. It's not a best available player, best available Polynesian. Give us our BAP. Yeah. Yeah. BAP it up. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, uh, I've said it before. <laughs> That's really awesome. I like that. Uh, it's got to be center. No. Um, center. I. They absolutely, I think center is going to so be the, absolute position need, but not in the first round. We said our Oregon center we really like, right? Yeah, he's going he in like sat second out of today's bowl game. He sat out. He's not even play. He's like, I'm going to the draft. It is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a stud. I don't have nothing to prove in this bowl game. Wow. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's gonna be a second or third round guy. So I like that that's Georgia center though that you sent us, Kyle. That guy's pretty ridiculous. I mean, I like that <laughs> not necessarily first round. First round, I I would love a tight end. Um, I would yeah, love just a dominant tight end. I, I feel like that is because I mean, as I'm sitting there watching the game, I'm like. We're probably not going to have Gerald Everett. We're probably not going to have Donald Parham. Mm-hmm. We've already let Trey McKitty go. Yeah, I mean Stone Smart is all you got. Stone oh, Smart God. and Nick Van Nett. He, like, yeah. th- okay, let's talk about Stone Smart. That <laughs> onside onside recovery. He didn't even want it. No, he did he not want that ball at all. That was really. Hard He's a quarterback. Watch. He quarterbacked on that onside kick. Yeah, mm. that was a that was a D two quarterback move. Mm. Not happy about it, Stone. <laughs> So bummer. Yeah, I, I would say tight end. If not tight end, um, my second pick would be. Uh, I mean, it's just it depends on what's going to happen with the yeah. with these guys. There's a like, lot of dependent, dependent because I mean, if you edge. keep Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, 
then I'm I'm fine with it because you still got Thule sitting back there. So right. I would say probably cornerback or maybe even linebacker. I feel like linebacker is going to be pretty thin too because we're letting K9 go. I think Eric Kendricks probably isn't going to stick around. Nick Neiman He's isn't the answer. He's still got one more year. Who? Uh, Eric Kendricks has another year on his Oh, contract. yeah, two? Okay. Yeah, contract. two-year contract. So but I think it's interesting, like, the idea that, like, you give up some of these. Like, you basically, you can swap out some cheaper options. So if you got you let Joey go, you let Khalil go, you have Thule, who becomes your star guy, you can bring in a free agent that's serviceable because now you're opening up $30 million that you can spend next year as opposed right. to being, like, 20 under. You're going to be in the, in the, in the plus. Right. So you're basically just reshuffling. I think it's going to come down to whoever comes in, they're going to decide what players they want, and it that won't really matter. It yeah. might hurt us as fans, but they're going to be like, I can go get a guy that's on another team or a free agent that will come or in Jim and be Harbaugh's service. Like, I know a guy on Michigan that would be yeah. great in this Exactly. Position. Yeah, so it, this is going to be a crazy year because there's nothing for us to base anything on. Right. I know. It's all, that's why any, it's going to be fun. Like guess I give you is just fun. Like I say corner, I don't know what we're going to have. Like I have no idea <laughs> what this roster is going to be. Gonna be. Maybe yeah. a Coach is like, I don't need corners. Give me all, give me six safeties. Yeah. And we're going to run out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what happens there, the K man. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mike Z, who asked the question. With so many Glang needs in April, how does one prioritize which to go after first, even second? It makes sense to trade down for multiple players. Agree? TYIA. Yeah. I think we chatted about this earlier. Definitely so many different ways you could go or what you prioritize is all going to be based on what's on the roster. Yes. When it comes down to like getting rid of players, because it's going to happen this year. This is like a, the previous years were like, we're not, oh, Jesus. Um, the previous <laughs> hey, years were, <laughs> oh, um, where we were like, you know, we're going to, no, we're definitely keeping this guy. There's definitely players we're getting rid of this year. It's just, a, it has to happen. It has oh, yeah. to happen. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts. You can't just restructure everyone. And I don't think it's necessarily the best plan. Um, so it's going to be crazy, but we'll find out once we start cutting and who's there, who becomes priority. Mm -hmm. But yeah, trade down would be kind of exciting if that ends up being the case. Like if there is a quarterback hungry team that wants to move up into the top five, Mm -hmm. like the Broncos, like the Broncos, you never know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think it would be fun to see there, Mike Z. And it's certainly not out of the question when you don't know who your GM is. So, (laughs) um, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to BoltFan24, who asked the question. Happy New Year, guys. What is more important for the draft? Getting a true impact player that will be with us for t- over 10 years? And do we go offense to truly support Herbert or defense to stop being bottom three each year? It's a good question. I mean, uh, somebody that will be with us for over 10 years, I mean... That's always cool, but you know, that means you got to pay them eventually. Yeah, I think I think multiple contracts. Like, if you're a first round pick, you better re up. You know, mm-hmm. Kenneth Murray looks like he's about to get cut. Yeah, uh, well, not cut, but he's about to be done. We didn't re up. Get right, we didn't get that year. fifth year option. Yeah, that's not a good sign. If you're right. a first round pick, you you better have performed enough to be able to earn a second contract. Yeah. Uh, so I think ten years. I don't know. That's a lot, but at least two contracts you should get if you're a first round pick. Utah. Um, two, two, give it two. Um, but I don't, I don't think it matters. Offense versus defense. I, 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 I don't, I don't know if it's like a, hey, we have to support Herbert or hey, we have to get. It's just who, who's going to make you a better football team, 
Right. You know, like I think Herbert can cover up a lot of deficiencies on offense. If you're calling the right plays and right. you have your guys healthy. Uh, I don't think we haven't tried to support Herbert in that. Um, and I, I, I don't believe that our defense has been poor because of personnel. I don't think that that's fully the reason why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I feel like a lot of our focus is on the defensive side. I mean, there are a couple of offensive picks, you know, Kevin mentioning like, you know, getting an offensive lineman or a tackle. Uh, wide receiver could be an option, you know, with Quentin not necessarily being what we Center, want. Like you said. Yeah. That's a huge one. of spots. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the priority ends up being or how many extra picks they might get. Um, but we'll have to wait and see there. Bolt fan 24. Mr. Blakely, thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Frank. Let's move it on now to Arnie Gordon, who asked the question. With the last game in sight, SJD was waived. Keenan, Williams, Bosa, and Mac could be question marks looking over the entire roster. Who do you believe may not survive a Harbaugh coach team? Homer, Caleb, your boy, boat up. This is funny because we were talking about this on our Zoom hangout <laughs> this yeah, last time on right. Patreon. We were talking about who we think might not make it if uh, Harbaugh ends up coming into coach. And uh, what do you think, Kyle? I don't know if I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I know enough about like the way that Jim Harbaugh negotiates players and mm-hmm. like navigates in and out of like their personalities and. Man, the college game is so different than the NFL. And sure. you're dealing with 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. So you 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 put up with personalities quite a bit. And like you you work you work around it. And I I don't know. I don't know if Keenan Mike well, I I don't think it's that top echelon of player that you're like, hey, I don't like the way this guy acts. Let's cut him. Um, I think you work with those guys. I think it'll be the lower part of our roster. You know, like those fringe guys, the Alohis, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know who else is kind of on the has a contract up this year. I don't think he's going to go cutting guys because they're under or under Kendrick's. Contract. There's a, there's going to be a lot of guys that are on like one year left. Kenneth Murray, like, Kenneth Murray's gone. All yeah. those fringe guys that I, I yeah I think that they'll be gone. I wonder if Joey Bosa. I think he coached against them. When he yeah, was he did. No, he did. That was something that we did bring up. We on talked about thing. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They like actually had words for each other. Um, okay. so there was some drama there. So that, that was the one player I'd be like, if you walked in and he saw Joey Bosa, I'd be like, all right, yeah. later you're out of <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I think honestly, the way Joey, of all the players, the, the two, the injury, the guys that are not able to play that much, it's been, Joey has been the most consistent player that has not been able to be on the field and what he's making for what he's giving us is not worth it. Um, and that sucks. And it's not like full, like he's not um, blowing an ACL and out for the whole season. He's he's missing giant chunks of the season. These are yeah. getting banged up injuries. These aren't season ending injuries. So I just, I can't handle, I'm tired of a player that just get bang, gets banged up all the time and can't go. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to get hurt, if you're going to go down and blow an ACL like Williams, like that's what happens. Like that's just the reality of it. But I don't know. I, th- I don't think Bosa, I don't think Bosa is going to make it through next year, unfortunately. Yeah. We'll see what happens there, Arnie. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Athair Kadir. Athair Kadir. Who asked yeah. the question? Judge and Chet, Wooldog, my baby, and my love, Kevin and Kyle, the coach. First off, I want to wish you happy and safe and healthy new year to you and your family, baby. I love you, my boys. 
Now to my questions. I have two, baby. First, look at the next year's schedule. What do you prefer? Herbert versus Burrow in primetime or Herbo versus Steelers defense on the road? Make your pick. I'm taking the Herbie on the road against the defense. Hostile environment, baby. Second question. If Bolt's a top six picks in the draft and Bowers is gone, will you trade down and how far? Remember, Matt Money Smith said, you have to find a partner. I'm not trading down. I'm taking edge. You, your picks, and please, all the guys. Love you, my boys. <coughs> F*** the Raiders and Broncos. Let's go, baby. Thier bringing the energy, as usual. As usual, Thanks yes. Thanks, Thier. Um, question, man. All right. Well, yeah, Happy New Year to you there, buddy. And uh, hope you have a safe and healthy New Year as well. Um, as far as your first question, Herbert versus Burrow in primetime or Herbo versus the Steelers defense on the road, which do you prefer? I love the Herbo Burrow rivalry. I think it's like, I think it's like a, not like a hated, like ugly rivalry. I think mm. it's like a, who's better? Let's, let's, let's flesh this out. It's the same thing that was with Phil. You know, it was always going to be Phil versus Eli or yeah, Phil versus Ben. That's like Eli, man. Absolutely. He, but it was always that was like a little bit it, more like, I hate you so much, Eli. I hope you like, I hope you never complete another pass. Right. I don't feel that way towards Joe. Burrow <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, just that draft class that Phil Comparison, was a part yeah. of that yeah. was th those guys played their entire careers with the NFL. Right. So, I mean, I feel like Herbert and Burrow and uh, Hertz and Love, those are going to be those guys that are in Tua are going to be those guys yeah. for their entire careers constantly going against each other. So, yeah, yeah I love that against Burrow. Obviously, yeah, the Steelers. That that I mean, that's always a it's always a fun place to play, and the terrible towels are are rolling around. But, Great energy, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I like the Burrow matchup. Yeah, I'm looking at our opponents this upcoming for 2024. We play at New England again. Yay! So we got that again. Um, <laughs> how awesome! How did we do that? I don't know. It's in there. Um, that's a road opponent. I, I think the one that'd be interesting, just because we've had so much history with this guy, is that we play the. Uh, the Saints at home, uh, uh, Herbert Carr. versus oh, Derek Carr again. Carr, yeah, I don't know. I just I love seeing Carr panic in the pocket. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite, one of my favorite things. So I'll go. I'll go with the. Uh, I'll go with that one. I'll go with that one. Which one? Uh, New Orleans Saints at home. Uh, that Carr. wasn't an option, Kevin. He said, uh, "What you have coming up?" He gave me gave us two to look at, but I'm picking something else, Adam. All right. There. Sorry, he's making up his own rules. I can't Don't, control him. He's a no, but he, it was actually good. He he triggered me to go look at our opponents, and I think that'd be that'd be fun. But Burrow, Burrow, Herbert is always going to be cool because they were like back to back. Mm. So you know, it, or not back to back, the bread they to the Tua sandwich. Tua sandwich. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, of your options, I'll give you. I'll say the Burrow. Okay, and then the second question: uh, If Bowers is gone, what are you doing? You trading down? Yeah, taking an, taking an edge. Are they taking that? Uh, was that the Liatu guy? Yeah, from US UCLA. UCLA. Would you take him or would you trade back? I just I don't know. I think there's too many needs. We have such low cap space that we need to capitalize on mm -hmm. all of our draft picks and yeah. maximize them. You know, I, I think that what you get at six versus what you get at twenty or eighteen, um, I think you can still get a stud back there at eighteen, and then. In the second round, you still have your sixth pick of or fifth pick of the second round too. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think you, I think you trade back to get what you can. 
Okay. Yeah, there's definitely like, you know, the idea that we've in the past, if we don't get our first round pick, that, that those are the picks that hit for us. Those are the the players that are dependable and accountable for the most part. Mm. So a new GM, new coach, like who knows to say that we can't get really successful in the second and third round moving forward. And then all of a sudden we have a whole bunch of, like Kyle said a few episodes ago, a whole bunch of B players and not all A's, but you just have more of the higher level players across the board, more depth, more of that. So, because mm-hmm. um, I think we still have a really good roster. There's still a lot of good players on this team. It doesn't need to be like we need that star stud guy right away. Right. But I wouldn't be mad at any of these options. I'm not upset with that at all. Right. Yeah. Trading down. I mean, not getting out of the first, you know, getting a low first, but picking up a, you know, a second or a third, an extra one of those. That would be ideal. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. mean, dude, at top five, you're swapping first and getting a second. Or you get some chunk. You get yeah. some it's, change. It's not about finding a. I mean, yeah, you do have to find a trade partner for sure. Yeah. Um, but the way that they do it now, it's like mathematical. It's like a number five pick is worth this much. It's worth this many. Yeah, points. it so has a value. Like, yeah. Yeah, they all have value. It's like it's not just like a. What, what what will you give me? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's not a, like it's, I have a $5 bill. How many ones yeah. will you give me? It's like, well, yeah. I'll give you five ones. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'll give you five <laughs> ones, but it's going to be three of those ones is going to be a high second and two right. of those ones is going to be a fourth. You know, yeah. it's like, so you'll find a trade partner. As long as a quarterback is sitting there waiting, um, which it inevitably it will be there sure. if we're in the top five, um, you'll find a partner. So uh, and you'll get what's fair based on the market. So I, I think you trade back for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Ethereum. Thank you, buddy, for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Big Red Bolts Fan. Let's go. Who asked the question? Was this season a total fail? That's a question for time to tell. For now, we grab our metal poles that contain our lunches. Hold the kale. For it's back to work to seek that grail that's yet to appear in our tale of fandom. What the hell? So now we hope the Wolverines prevail and the winds of change do reach the sail of a coach whose college days are stale, whom we treat as royal and gladly hail with piles and piles of fan-written mail. (laughs) Answer our prayers and please don't fail, ye gods of football whose heights we scale, so we can live at our last fairy tale. Kate, love you, bye, and can't you tell? Am I certified fresh? Nay, 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 I'm certified stale. Uh, it's awesome, man. He's on fire. He's a he's becoming a staple of this. I podcast. love it. I, I love, love it so much. Taxes <laughs> and big red bolts fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. I concur. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, it's I'm hoping that they prevail. Absolutely beautiful. for the Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling for them. Yeah, and uh, I love it. We love it here. Big Red Bolts fan. Thank you for taking us out on a high note. It was beautiful. And uh, thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt fam. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. We only got one more Friday episode lined up for this season. After that, we're back to our one-a-week deal. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah. But uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, 2020. New Year. We're going to kick 2024's ass. year. Yeah, it's our year. It's coming. This is a good year. year. This is our Adam and I are going to be 40. We're old. This is just a good year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Let that sink in. But that's all. That's tough, guys. Yeah, quit giggling over there. <laughs> that's a tough look, guys. Thirty-four year old. I'm thirty-three, pal. Um, well, the year, this will this will be your thirty-four year. I will be thirty-four this year. This is correct. <laughs> Not <All right>. forty. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Man, hey, how are you? My name's Don Yee, and I'm a big fan of smoke. Smoked meats, that is. That's why I opened my newest restaurant, Don Yee's House of Smoked Meats, where we have over 10 different smoky flavors to choose from. Hickory, mesquite, apple, maple, and our in-house special, Polynesian Blend. And when it comes to meat, we got brisket. Do you need anything else? So come on down to Don Yee's House of Smoked Meats. When you see the smoke, you've made it. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc